because I like watching other comedians do well because then it makes me want to do as well as they did, you know? Exactly, exactly. Because it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't get any joy seeing someone die on stage. Well, some people. <laughs> There's always some people you're like, ah. Oh, Couldn't have happened to a nicer person. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm, and Karma's going to catch me for, for thinking this. But right now, I'm going to love every second of what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't. Even, yeah. I, and it, I know it hurts other people that me. watch me. Yeah. But there's other people that are going to watch me, though. And when I'm dying, they're going to be like, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there are people yeah. that when I go up that they're hoping that I eat it on stage. Like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are people like that. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is season four of Shooting the Breeze. And this week, our guest is my good friend, Wafik Nasrallah. Uh, Wafik and I were shooting the breeze before we started. <laughs> and we figured we should just, you know, start start recording and, and get going. So, yeah. so welcome to the show, Wafik. <laughs> Thank you. It's almost like the podcast became secondary. Yeah, yeah. We were like catching up on stuff and everything. And it was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we have this thing to do. <laughs> That's great. And I realized uh, we've shot the breeze before. This is my second time on. Yes, yes. You were on the show, I think two seasons ago maybe two yeah, years ago i think so i think yeah, yeah it was during a lockdown i remember it was that. during lockdown for sure so i think it would have i think it was uh 2021 okay i think it was that season because i well, think i started... had like this more this setup more or less yeah mm -hmm. you started doing these during lockdowns didn't you yes i did the yeah. first one i think it was may or june of 2020 okay that I started and I went to I went from like whatever let's say May 2020 to about June or July of 2021 mm -hmm. took a break thinking I would bring it back like in the fall of 2021 and okay. didn't just got too busy and stuff and brought it back yeah. in November of 2022 <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah it took about a I think like a year and a half hiatus but yes uh, okay came back came back strong <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to make sure like i could do like maintain a schedule and and yeah, uh, do course. it consistently you know so yeah so here we are so we were supposed to record i think a two different occasions and uh stuff came up and we were scheduled yeah. so we're recording on a, a rare weekday night rather than yeah. um uh, a weekend day which is well tuesday is probably best for comedians anyway because not mm -hmm. a lot of shows right 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 yeah there aren't a lot of uh at least early early weekday shows early weeknight shows <laughs> but yeah I, I, yeah i think it's more like wednesday through sunday or wednesday to monday is yeah. uh the busiest time yeah yeah, because I know I actually... usually do the recording in the afternoon just for just for that in case like shows in the in the evening and stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, whenever you're on tour, it's always like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know, there's a few places that have shows and mics, but mm -hmm. those are the boring nights because most part it's there's nothing going on. Right. And that's when you start hating the road because you're yeah. not with your family, your kids. 
you know, your friends. Mm -hmm. True, 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 true. Yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't done an extensive tour where I've been gone for weeks or anything. I've oh, done like a few great. days here, a few days there. Um, but I do, I do like the road gigs. I do like yeah. road gigs. They're usually fun and usually bond with uh, the other comics that are on the on the show, and <laughs> I think it's fun. It is yeah. for the most part. For the most part, when you're actually performing, I think. Yeah, yeah, because I would see, because I know when I went to Toronto last spring, like May of 22, um, during the day, I found during the day tough, you know, till yeah. till nighttime. I, I know a couple yeah. of days I was off work, but then a few days I worked from where I was staying. And yeah, um, yeah during the day, it, it's not the same as during the day at home. You know, yeah, during the day right. on the road is very different than during well, the day. When I was, home. when I first started, I heard about some comedians that actually did contract work and they would work like a nine to five job in their hotel, perform at night. And they were making money hand over fist because they were getting paid from their day job and the shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a day job, but I also have debt. So. <laughs> 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 and the day job ain't paying that great, right? Yeah, exactly. It can always be way better. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Day job pay can always be better, you know. <laughs> so it's yeah, and that makes it um, uh, tiring as well. Yeah, you know, because it's mm -hmm. you know you don't have the luxury of sleeping all day or sleeping till the afternoon to get <laughs> up right. to go to the show. It's like most times by the time I'm at the show, I've been up. You yeah. know. I've been working since like seven thirty or eight o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know, and I'm dead by the, you know, by the by the end of the night, sort of mm -hmm. thing. But uh, but I like it. I like it, you know. When it's, I like doing it. Good. So, yeah. And you'll be in Toronto uh, next week. Oh really? Oh, yeah. absolute comedy. Yeah. You're doing a weekend there. Doing the weekend there, Thursday through. Thursday to Sunday. Have you performed on that stage yet? No. You'll no. love it. It no. it's it Toronto's much more honest, I think. You gotta be you gotta be good to win them. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like I like I lived in Toronto for a long time and I've gone to shows there, but this will be mm. my first time performing there. Okay. Yeah. I was but you performed to... in other venues. In Toronto, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah, I've I've performed in other places in toronto but this will be my first time at absolute in toronto i was booked there weekend. and doing a full weekend exactly i was yeah. booked there for um in 2020 <laughs> april 2020 <laughs> oh yeah was, what happened yeah, that <laughs> yeah it <laughs> didn't happen yeah, yeah so that was the first time i was booked there for like their open mic like the the equivalent of, of mondays and tuesdays here yeah um i think it was a wednesday night I, I don't remember, but it, obviously yes. it didn't happen. And that would have been in 2020. And that, that would have been my first time in at, at the Toronto club there. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be going there this week. So I've, I've gone as a patron. Because mm -hmm. um, at one point when I went, I lived across the street from the club. I lived in the, the apartment complex that's attached to the mall. 
Oh, okay. It's across the street, right at Young and Eglinton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I used to live there, so it was an easy, an easy commute. You know, just walk through the mall, <laughs> cross the street, and I was yeah. there, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that was I lived I lived in that area. It's been a while. The, it's been the like one thing that's interesting years. about performing on that stage, though. Sometimes you hear the subway because mm-hmm. it's right it's right underneath. You. Yeah, it's yeah. right there. Yeah, because yeah, because the club is right at Young and Eglinton. Yeah, and the subway is literally across the street, you. I think, or something, or under. Yeah, it's under. I think to access it, you cross the street and like go through the mall or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But like the actual train, because Young Street's right there. It'll be right under your feet. Yeah. You know. That's right. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if you feel it, if you feel it, or 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 even hear it. Yeah. You know. and that's a freaky feeling like when i lived there i used to work at young and shepherd yeah and if you're standing on young street yeah they say young and shepherd or in that area on young street you could feel it you could feel the vibration when the when the train went by you know so (laughs) it's weird because it's like what's happening tremors but it's like oh yeah it's the subway <laughs> because it's literally under your feet, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to uh I'm looking forward to it and I have uh, a bunch of people coming. I'm not sure what nights. Good. You know, I let uh I let the crew in Toronto know that I'm coming so I know people are coming. They have like they're they're like five shows they can come to. So right. I'm sure yeah. I'll have a couple of people in at each show or most of the shows or something which would be which would be really that's cool. great yeah that's very cool yeah yeah so and you're middling so you can actually go uh thursday and friday probably from your show to another one yeah because i think i think um there's only one comedy. show on thursday and one show on friday yeah you can and make I it out the to the comedy shows. bar for their late show that's true that's true. But I'm not sure if I'm allowed to perform somewhere else. I don't think you are because I, I think, and it's understandable. There's some clubs that are like that. Uh, yeah. 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 And I don't want to, I don't want to piss off the owner. So. <laughs> Especially your first weekend. Yeah, there. exactly. Your first weekend. You're like, I'm going to be somewhere else. Like, thanks. I'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I think, um, yeah, I don't, cause I've, I've had offers to perform other places while I'm there and I've turned them mm-hmm. down. Good. As I said, you know, I'm I'm there Better safe for than this. Story, yeah, really. I'm I'm there for this club. So, you know, yeah. thank you. But I, you know, I'll let you know next time I'm I'm in town. But I can't. I really can't mm-hmm. this this one. And plus, I'm gonna. I, what I was thinking I was gonna do on Friday, Thursday and Friday, since it's just one show, is like I'll hang out with my friends that I haven't seen in a long, long <laughs> That's time. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you know, like I just hang out with. They got uh, they got people. some great restaurants. I would something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like there's so much to do. There's so much to do, you know? And it's like, I miss, I miss, I like, I, I miss them and I miss the, uh, um, the city. Cause the last time I was there, the last two times I was there, I was there literally like one night. So I, I got to see a couple oh, wow. of people who came out, but it was basically in and out. Yeah, you know, no, this could be, this could be much more social. Yeah, for sure. So I know I can be social on Thursday after the show. I can be social on Friday after the show. Saturday, it's their early and late shows. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday, I can be sociable after the show. You could be. Yeah. Usually before, because after. I know I'm going to stay up all night. That's the night I'll drive back. Yeah. I'm going to leave on the Monday. Monday? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good option on the too. Monday. Probably leave Monday morning or something. I still haven't bought my tickets for anything yet. <laughs> when are you going i my plan is to get there wednesday night i don't want to travel i don't want to travel the same night that i'm i'm the same day that i'm i'm performing i heard there's really cheap flights from montreal to toronto (laughs) so oh really drive to montreal and fly there oh really what what airline (laughs) i don't remember it was george and trina they took a a flight and it was like $60 return. Oh no, it was wow. one way. One way. Still. Yeah. It's still 120 return. Yeah. Per... But you're flying in and out of Montreal. Yeah, that's the that's the only <laughs> thing that to have to drive to Montreal. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that's horrible. We went to Vermont last summer and the worst part was that we took the route from Vermont through Montreal and it was the worst part of the whole weekend. <laughs> You don't yeah. want to drive through that city any time of day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I know right before right before the pandemic hit, well, no, that was the pandemic had started, but mm-hmm. before lockdown happened, so this was early March. Yeah. Um, I had gone away for my birthday with my sister and brother-in-law and a couple of friends, and yeah. I flew. We went to a resort, and I instead of flying from here to the resort, I drove to Montreal. Yeah, and traveled with them, and yeah. at the time it was oh this is great, but coming home I was so tired. The last yeah. thing I wanted to do, you know, and also <laughs> two hour plan- drive <laughs> exactly because the our, the original plan was we came back on a Thursday, and I was going to like spend the night in Montreal and drive back on the Friday, but they that's when they started shutting stuff down when we were wow. coming back, and so I was like, well, I don't want to be stuck in yeah. Quebec and I can't get home so I left that same night like we landed we got back to my sister's place I think sat down for like maybe 20 minutes and then got in the car and drove back to Ottawa and I was like that was miserable (laughs) (laughs) that was not the that was not the plan (laughs) no no for sure not but I mean nothing was the plan when it came to COVID exactly Um, exactly the thing is I know from my own experience, like if I had flown, like I've done shows where it's like uh, we've done a 12 hour drive and we get to the gig and I'm like, I can't even check into the hotel. If I see a, a bed or a chair, I'm Never done. It. We're going straight to the venue. We're doing a show. We'll check in after that because yeah, you're, you're just, it's just better to keep that adrenaline going exactly exactly yeah because i'm like that in like regular life it's if i go home i am not coming out again yeah yeah i'm not leaving again so i'm going to stay out i'll find something to do outside of the house because once i go home forget it i'm i'm not leaving (laughs) as soon as i sit on a chair or i lie down forget it yeah it's over it's over (laughs) so i (laughs) yeah so i i i feel that i feel that i feel that Mm -hmm. you know so how um well it's 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 weird for me to ask you these questions because 
we talk every day <laughs> practically. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but say for people who who saw you on the the last time you were on the show, which would have been, I'm thinking, is uh, 2021. Yeah, um, I think so. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was sometime in 2021. So, like, what have you been up to? What's new? Um, what's been going uh, on with you from that time until now? I think. I found a little bit more of my voice. Um, I've been writing and well, I got horrible writer's block right now, but I had written a lot of new stuff that was really fitting and hitting and it was a lot of fun being on stage. And I think that was the one thing about the lockdowns. It made you miss comedy more and more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now that we finally got it back, I was worried because you, you get like after a while, all right, we've had it. I'm getting bored of it again. But I think it's still in the back of our mind that it might be gone. So yes, we're just yes. having more fun with it as much as possible. Exactly. I think a lot of times the the shows are just feeling better. Like I'm I'm having a lot of fun on stage in the last two years. It's been really, really great. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. Because you mentioned and I and it it just struck me. It's I found it surprising to hear you say this because you've been a comic for over 20 years mm -hmm. got a long career 28 28 years okay wow and then you just said that you're just finding your voice like that yeah I find that fascinating that after so many I, years you're you, you're still finding I think you 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 know what's funny but when you find your voice it's when that's you but I mean it's I think some people just find it quicker and some okay. people don't okay. it's like everybody has travels at a different speed in every aspect of life and mm -hmm. some people like um jim jeffries i mean that guy hasn't made a bad special yet and i think he's made nine wow you know i mean even even and i hate to say this but he bill burr and dave chappelle my two of my favorites they have one each that i'm like yeah that was all right you know yeah, yeah. um but you, you know, usually it's going to be triple A. It's going to be awesome. And it's not like it was their last special each that it was. Eh. It was like, you know, a few years ago for Bill and uh, the same with uh, Dave. But I mean, it's rare, I think, for every comedian. I mean, Jim Jeffries is the only one I can think of that every special mm -hmm. was great. Oh, wow. Wow. Because yeah. I know like recently someone had told me and I don't know if that if it was just out of personal preference or if this is something that that com that comics do because I'm still I'm still learning I'm still fairly new in the mm -hmm. game and and they said they basically said okay you talked about dating and all of that stuff it's time to move on to something else yeah is that normal? well I mean it, it, <laughs> It, well, if it's in, if it's all in one, then it, it does kind of get boring. I mean, like the way, the way I think uh, most comedians are now, I mean, you get to a level where you're doing Netflix specials. So you're basically writing for your next, next Netflix. Mm -hmm. We're not at that level. So what, like the, my level now is I'm writing to get to another album. So once I've talked about certain subjects, I can talk about them again on the next special if they're not the same jokes. But you don't want to be you don't want to be talking too much about the same thing. See, to me, and this is only to me, uh, Eddie Murphy's special uh, Raw 
got boring when he spent too much time talking about relationships. Okay. He was talking about dating and his wife and, you know, being married. It was all about relationships. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he spent way too much time on it, I thought. Like the, what In made the Delirious so great is he had so many different topics. He was so broad. And it was awesome. But, yeah, mm -hmm. it just, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, yeah, I heard that recently and I was like, okay. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, yeah I... I didn't know I didn't know how to respond. I I didn't. I was just like, okay, because I I was still like computing. Like, really, I've got to go in a whole different direction now. Is that like? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're building up your time, you have you try to have more topics than you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the, the thing is, like, how long a set did you do that she saw that and said that? Was it your twenty minute set? Well, it was my, it was my twenty minute set, but they had seen me like over the course of the last two years. Oh, okay. And they were like, "Okay, well, you you talk about dating, you talk about sex, you talk about this, you talk about that, talk about something else now." Well, see, and I I'm mean, like, you want to talk about the oh, things that, that you but can that's talk all about. my trauma. My trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dating is my trauma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's where all my material comes from. That's <laughs> <You know? laughs> so my me relating, trying to relate to people, is where where the jokes happen. That's know? right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Because the thing is, I, I I think maybe what what got me is that the stuff that I know works is the stuff about dating, is the stuff about sex and all yeah. of that. And I I do have other things, um. I and I think it's it's probably I don't know maybe I I I don't try them out enough. Me too. That's I my guilt. I don't get to, yeah. to try out that new stuff or the different stuff and i know mm -hmm. that you know xyz is going to work yeah that's or, right like these you know the, this series of jokes works mm -hmm. you know something to think about it's true but, but you know like but i have a couple of shows where i'm out of town this weekend and then toronto it's like i'm not that's not where i'm going to try new stuff well, I mean, you know you I mean? Definitely maybe can you could on... slip one in or something. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thursday and Sunday is always good for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have um? How do you like memorize your stuff? Is do you have a system of <laughs> how to remember? Um, how to remember things, or I try to remember everything. Uh, I remember the core of what I'm talking about. And then if there's something specific that I really want to do, I make sure to do it. The problem is sometimes you do it, it works, and you're like, hey, that's awesome. Oh, shit, what am I doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Your mind shuts down because this is the joke you really wanted to do. Yeah, you're you like, remember this, remember that. this, and forget right. everything else. <laughs> yeah, and you're looking at your watch. I got 17 more minutes. <laughs> that happened I can't to me remember on anything. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me on Thursday because I was like, because I were like re was rehearsing and practicing and everything. And I had 18 minutes and my set was coming in at like between 18 and 19 and a half. And I was like, okay, that's perfect. Rehearsing it. 
everything get on stage and it's yeah. not like I was like blah, 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 like going nope. <laughs> going you know I'm comfortable on stage I know this stuff going and I had my my phone with the timer and I just glanced and I was at 14 minutes <laughs> and I was like I only have like two bits left like what am I gonna do like 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 I panicked for a minute I was like what the yeah. hell am I gonna do sort of thing and you so already I, have you have stuff too you have other stuff you didn't yeah do. that's the thing I had stuff but your to brain's do. just like I what do I do <laughs> well, why exactly do I didn't do what are yeah. those things yeah my brain was like my brain went ah like this. Yeah, right. and I was like I've got four minutes mm-hmm. like if I if I continue that'll take me to like 16 minutes I still have two or three minutes I've got to fill up and so like my brain was going through like the filofax of like okay what can I throw in that's still that's not like out of left field but still in the thing so I was like you know and I and I I did it but then that night I was like okay let me let me rearrange and that's the thing you don't even realize it's just you're pacing once you're on stage in front of people no matter what, the pacing changes. It does. It does. You go. You always go a little faster than you think. Yeah. You know, because yeah, and when you're that. at home, home alone, rehearsing, yeah, I could be yeah. all chill and stuff. Oh, it's best but... case scenario. Yeah. The oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's always a little bit faster when uh, you get on stage. So it's like I, I wasn't like ripping through anything, but it moved faster than I thought. Yeah. And thank God I looked. I just glanced because the stool was behind me. Yeah. So I just sort of glanced back to just to just to see the time, expecting to see see me see me at like 16 or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. like perfect. Just keep going. But when I saw 14, I was like, ah! <laughs> <You know>? just <laughs> going like I can't just do I'm supposed to do 18. I can't stop at 15. That's right. You know, I can't stop right. at 15. Yeah. I've got to go. I've got to keep going. So I gotta pull stuff. So I was like <laughs> and then I revamped it when I got home and so yeah Yeah. I was okay for the rest of the weekend because I was like okay you know because I I think I erred on the side of caution yeah you know so there were things I took out because I was like I don't want to run out I don't want to go over my time and Mm -hmm. I ended up putting them back in you reminded me of a horrible well not a horrible but a painful memory oh, when no. I my first time uh, going out west actually I went out with the Bill McIntosh we we're doing a split middle tour so we basically do 15 minutes each we split the pay for the the middle and Howard gave us the Thursday Friday Saturday at Yuck Yucks here in Ottawa before we went so we could do our 15 make sure we knew it Thursday I did seven <gasps> Oh. And that was everything I had. Oh. Yeah. Oh. My. Yeah. And I'm supposed to go next week to Calgary and uh, on tour. And so this 15. was like all your all your material. Yeah. And all I had was seven. Wow. By the end of the weekend, I got up to 10. But it wasn't it wasn't strong. Wow. And then I think by the, the, the end of the first week, I was up to 12 minutes. It was a little better. And then I wrote a bunch in Calgary and that was really working. I was hitting 15 minutes, but I still had three minutes of garbage uh, that I was pulling off. Okay. By the time the tour ended, I came back with 20 and it was really strong. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 
How long it was, was a that nice, tour? It was a five week tour. Five it was beautiful. Weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my Young God. and having a great time on the road. Had a day job that paid quite a bit because it was a government of Canada job. It wasn't quite a bit, but it paid, you know. And I was 20 something. So I still lived at home with my mom without paying rent, my mom and dad. So yeah, I had that the check coming in and I was getting paid from the shows. I mean, I think Bill was made, had a bit of a rough go because, you know, half of a middle is not a lot. Right. Yeah, back then, it was like... about 80 bucks. So we were only getting like 45 each. They they upped it as much as they could, but they still mm -hmm. couldn't give us. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, because that's a spot that split in two. You right. Know? Yeah. So you're splitting like anywhere from 100 to $150. In two. Well, I mean, on the when we were on the road, like it was splitting the opener money, which was probably about one hundred and fifty dollars, so seventy five each, kind of thing. It was the clubs that only paid about forty, you know. So, there the road made it easier, and back then things weren't like now. I mean, gas was only like thirty cents a liter then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now gas it's that's your so, opener money <laughs> oh my god yeah there's I, I looked at receipts from like 1994 and i'm like 27 cents a liter what and we thought that was expensive yeah yeah that's the thing that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> like um like i i used to smoke cigarettes i don't i don't i haven't smoked in like i think it's going on 14 years but when i yeah. started smoking cigarettes were a pack of 25 cigarettes was like a dollar 80 yeah yeah you know and i remember it's when it went to two dollars now yeah that's the thing like because where was i where somebody bought cigarettes and i was like how much are how much are they now and yeah it was like 20 dollars or something for a pack and i was like yeah. holy cow like and people used to offer a dollar for a cigarette and i say no no come on don't worry about it but now, now it's like, yeah. give me give me two Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I think when I quit, I quit in 2009. Mm -hmm. And I, what had happened was at one point, the price went, went very, very high. And then they dropped, it dropped mm -hmm. a bit, but it was on its way back up. So I think when I quit, it was probably at about 10 to $12 a pack. Yeah. But I remember at one point it was like fourteen or fifteen dollars a pack. Yeah, you know. But yeah, when I when I started smoking, it yeah. was like less forty five dollars for a carton. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I used to buy like the last few years that I smoked, I bought bought it by the carton, and it was not forty five dollars, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it worked out to something like eight to ten dollars a pack. Yeah, you know, which was like cheap considered cheap <laughs> you know? i used to take the bus from the east end all the way to the west end there was a, a zellers there that sold cigarettes it was the last zellers that sold cigarettes and i used to have a zellers credit card that you can only use at zellers yeah it's a store card so i'd go there and buy buy a carton when I, every time i was low on cash yeah oh yeah <laughs> and i remember like going out like say going out, like going out to the bars or whatever, I would have probably three packs of smokes on me. 
because I'd have the the pack I was like the the pack I was using, and I'd have like two brand new packs <laughs> waiting, so I didn't run out. And I would just yeah. it was when you could smoke inside and smoke in bars. And yeah, it was just like nonstop. I mean, that's a lifetime ago too. Smoking inside. Oh, yeah. inside I, when I first yeah. started comedy, I used to smoke on stage. Well, oh, I'd really? take the the one with me that it was that was going, and there was an ashtray always on, on stage. stage. Yeah, because yeah. people and people are smoking. I remember smoking in the clubs too. Yeah, you know, going to like either bars or comedy clubs and stuff where you could smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yuck, it's, yuck. it feels so weird. <laughs> yeah, yuck yucks. They said they had a non-smoking section. They were still smoking. There's, yeah, the whole there area was no ventilation. <laughs> exactly, the whole area is, is a smoking section, <laughs> unless you're sealed off into a different yeah. section. It's yeah. all smoking section. You know? Yeah, no, the days of. Uh... So I think when I had quit, I was living in Toronto, and I think when I had quit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around the time that the ban of being able to smoke inside, yeah, um, came into effect. So I know I didn't go out very much when I first quit because mm-hmm. it was it was hard. Like especially if people were smoking around me, and then like the trigger of alcohol and and uh, and smoking. Um, but I think the yeah. fact that the ban was in effect made it a lot easier yeah to go out because well, like nobody was smoking in the actual yeah. establishment they'd have to go outside or go on in the smoking area or whatever yeah that's right kind of even the yeah. smoking area was gone <laughs> i remember uh there was a time where uh ottawa had banned smoking even on patios but toronto didn't oh yeah i was i was performing in toronto and i remember we all sat on a patio drinking and smoking and it was like holy shit I, i'm sitting down <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and i know there was something where it was like even if it had a cover so there was some rule with yeah that's right yeah it couldn't be yeah you, you, basically if you were dry and comfortable you couldn't smoke <laughs> exactly exactly because anything like if it had three sides even if the front was open it was considered enclosed and oh yeah yeah, i think eventually (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised it didn't come hey take that umbrella down (laughs) (laughs) it's true but i think i i know at some point in toronto it was like if there were two if there were many umbrellas on like too many umbrellas and it was considered enclosed really wow yeah Yeah. you know so it was like you would sit somewhere that didn't have too many umbrellas so you'd sit like on the edge you know on the edge or in a place that didn't have a lot of umbrellas because if there were too many like if all the tables had umbrellas oh i see yeah Yeah. it was considered covered that's right that's why some tables couldn't have an umbrella. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. You know, but I think now it's just you have to be like off the property and like completely yeah. south. And you don't even look <laughs> at the building when you're smoking. <laughs> oh, God, that's the way it is at the hospital. <laughs> well, I remember and this is this is like how old how old I am. The first mm-hmm. time I had injured my back, the first time I was hospitalized for my for my back, I was I think I was late twenties. Mm-hmm. I was like maybe twenty eight, twenty nine. 
or no no i wasn't married yet so i was i was maybe like 26 25 or 26 okay and i was in the Wait hospital a minute. What's that, what age were you when you got married i was 27 when i got oh, married. wow okay yeah i was 27 when i got married and Okay. 30 30 when we split we split about a month before my 30th birthday and then i okay. think i was like 31 32 when our divorce was final well finalized. okay but um yeah so i was with him but we weren't married mm -hmm. um so i was probably like 25 or 26 um when i had like the first major back injury and i was smoking at the time and at the hospital um the floor I was on had a smoking room. Oh wow! And I remember yeah. hobbling. Yeah, there I was remember, a smoking room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There the was smoking a smoking room. room down the hall, and yeah. I have like this major back injury, and I'm like huddling <laughs> down yeah. down the hall with my pack of smokes to smoke right. <laughs> in the room. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can barely stand, but I'm I'm gonna make it to that smoking room, and I need That's I right. need my fix. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't smoke in my actual hospital room, but there was yeah. there was a, I mean, a designated smoking room. Yeah, but you watch a movie now from the 70s and somebody's at the doctor's office and the doctor's looking at something. Then he steps, then the doctor steps the away, doctor's lights a cigarette and says, well, this is what's wrong with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it, like, and it blows my mind. And even though like we lived through that. Yeah. You know, we lived through that. I remember like, my father used to smoke. He quit. He quit maybe about 25, 30 years before he before he died. He quit in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. And but when we were kids, like in the 70s and stuff, like in the car with the windows rolled up, yeah. and my father's smoking and we're like dying in the back. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, we didn't have car seats. That's right. It was it wasn't a law. It wasn't Oh no, it wasn't even a it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was an sofa. afterthought. Yeah. The back seat was a sofa. Because <laughs> like... we had a we had a Chevy Nova. Put it this way, we were, my sister and I were in the car when my father mm -hmm. taught my mother how to drive. Oh wow. And we were rolling around in the back seat. Cause in those days you didn't have to go to driver's ed. That's right. You didn't have to go to the driving school. Yeah, you know, my father, I think, said that his friend showed him like a couple of hours, and then he went and got his license, and then, <laughs> and then he passed the non-knowledge to my mother, <laughs> and, and so on, sort of thing. But I remember being—I must have been about five—and mm -hmm. my father, all of us, the four of us, going in the car to um was before sunday shopping that wasn't a thing shopping on That's sundays right. everything was closed yep. on sundays going to the the parking lot at the mall mm -hmm. and my parents switching switching seats mm -hmm. like my father drove to the mall and then got out and my mother driving and then i go oh my god oh <laughs> and my sister and I rolling from side to side, but we didn't know the danger we were in. It was yeah, fun. No, you, yeah, we're you like, were, woo! You, yeah, you, you, you could have died fun. at five miles an hour. Exactly. <laughs> like my mom was like freaking out and panicking, and my sister and I were having the time of our lives. Like we were, we were little. Yeah. I must have been about five or something. And there's no yeah. seatbelt. You're rolling no around. Seat belt. <laughs> no car seats. Nothing. We're just <laughs> rolling around on the sofa in the back seat. And then, yeah. um, 
I can't remember if it was the same car, but it was rusting and like the floor had come out. Like you could see the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents say is keep your feet. Yeah, yeah. Keep your feet up. So we'd be sitting like cross-legged, but like fascinated (laughs) watching the road. (laughs) We could see the road from the backseat of the car. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my god. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, and then mm. I think when I I think I was 19 when I got my license and I had to go to the driving school. Yeah. And my parents were like, you have to get your license. And I was like, no, it's yeah. fine. You guys can drive me here. Like I liked having a chauffeur. And they're like, you need to learn how to drive. <laughs> you need to get your license. Sort of thing. Well, the only reason I did is when they started that graduated licensing. And I didn't want to go through that. I didn't want to. I wanted to get my license right away. So like the last month before they went to graduated licensing, I got it. What's the graduated so. licensing? Where you can't drive on the highway, oh. uh, you can't drive after certain hours till you reach, you know, a, a year or something of driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't have that at all. No, no. Because like we have the daughter, learners. Yeah. She's got it now. She can't, she can drive on, uh, she can't drive on 400 series highways, so nothing with two lanes or more. Mm. She can drive like on highway seven. Uh, she can drive in the city anytime. I think to a certain hour, I didn't, we still went for a night drive anyway. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Believe I, me, think... I like being driven. <laughs> me too. Me too. Like there was a period of time where it's like, yeah, my freedom. I like yeah. driving, but yeah, as of late, I like being, I like the door to door service. Somebody picking me up and dropping me off. You know? Yeah. 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 I did a yeah. show in the uh, arm prior and Matt Watson's like, you you want me to drive? I'm like yes, God yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I, my two my two road trips this week. I have a road trip on Friday and then one on Saturday. And yeah, somebody else is driving. You know, yeah. I'm a little nervous to drive in the in the winter already, sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like if someone else can drive. And holy shit, I think like 95 percent of my out of town shows this year have been snowstorms. <sighs> yeah. Or a storm to a certain point. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the last, what, the last two weeks, last two weekends or so have been mm-hmm. major blizzards sort of thing. Actually, I think it's been three or four weeks in yeah. a row. And then the I know there was a big one dates. at Christmas, the weekend yeah. of Christmas. And then like That's two right. or three other ones after that. Yeah. Cause Christmas Eve, we usually do my family. Uh, the rest of the Egyptian clan will do Christmas together on the 24th on Christmas Eve, but we didn't do it because there was a storm that night. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was supposed to drive to Montreal for Christmas and yeah, I ended up taking the train. Thank God. Cause it was, it was so yeah. bad. And this was the Friday, the 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. And um, I know when I left my place to go to the train station, it was it was mild and it was almost raining. It was mild and not so bad. But by yeah. the time and I left super early because I was like I don't want to miss risk miss, yeah. missing the train or something. So I left like I was at the station like an hour and a half, two hours before 
um, <laughs> before I needed to be. But by the time I st- by the time I boarded the plane, uh, the plane, the train, it was snowing <laughs> this way. Yeah, it was snowing right. sideways. <laughs> like it start, it got really, really <laughs> bad, you know. And the train ended up being delayed about two hours, mm-hmm. which I was, which is, I was fine with that because I was like, I'm getting there safely. But I found out the next day that like other trains had been stranded on the tracks oh, yeah. for yeah, yeah. like 10 hours and stuff like wow. that. Like we stopped. There were some signal problems along the way, which is why we were delayed. But, mm-hmm. you know. But you made it. I made it. Exa- exactly. I yeah. made it. And then I came back, I think the Monday boxing day and there were no issues it was no issues that i remember like it was that's, it was fine like i got home that's good yeah so i was i was fortunate i was fortunate but um yeah there have been a couple of things where it's like oh okay i'm supposed to drive like shit <laughs> even this weekend <laughs> even this weekend i think um well the only thing about this weekend yeah. is going to be like minus 40 yeah this weekend coming it's going to be just be stupid cold <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> But this past weekend, I think they were calling. Yeah, it snowed. It, it snowed a lot. It, it snowed, snowed like a lot. Thursday like into Friday Sunday. and then Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, Thursday. Yeah, all day Thursday. Because I remember I got stuck in the Didn't parking lot. Did you say lot. the show was downstairs at Absolute? Yeah. Yes. Yes. On Thursday, yeah. it was downstairs. Um, it was still like a decent sized crowd. Like like yeah. Like, like it filled up the downstairs like it was like yeah. 60 people downstairs but they had it downstairs and I usually park across the street that mm-hmm. lot like on the corner yeah like next to the heart and crown and everything and I got stuck going in and people oh, just shit. came out of nowhere and pushed me up and I remember oh, as they pushed nice. me in I was like, this isn't a good idea. I don't think I should be here. Because <laughs> you know? it was this... you guys gonna hang around for four Yeah, hours? exactly. You guys need to wait, like come back in about two and a half hours. Like yeah, I'm gonna need great. your help. And the snow was deep, like the lot hadn't been cleared. Oh man. So it was like a foot deep. And yeah. so I parked the car and I and I went into the club and I and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be stuck. I know I'm gonna be stuck. And then as I was like waiting for like it was maybe like 7 15 7 30 and so like a patron came in and said oh can I park in the lot right next door and one of the doormen said no it's just for employees like sorry you can't park there and I said can I park there and he said yeah. he was like yeah you can park there all weekend because you're you're on the show Time all weekend show. so I was like perfect I said I'm gonna go move my car right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't care that I paid for the parking and everything no. so I went back yeah. I went back and there was a car parked behind me. So I was stuck. Like I was trapped because usually when I would park there, I could drive he, straight he out. out your, the... Yeah. But he used your tires to help yeah, him. And exactly. Yeah. And he was right behind me. And if, if there had been no snow, I would, it would have been easy to just back out and like, yeah, back out between the cars. But because of the snow and I was stuck and I was like trying to rock the car and everything. And I was like, why would you park right behind yeah, me yeah, knowing that yeah. I, because, because there were like snow banks in front from the sidewalk. Yeah. You know, like, so I couldn't drive forward. And I think he might've been in the mushroom store or something because he oh, came okay. out and he moved his yeah. car and he, and he left, but I got stuck. Oh. And again, people came out of nowhere and pushed nice. me out, like well, just out of nowhere. And that's Canada, baby. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, so nice. Cause I was like, okay, I'll just rock back and forth till, 
you know, and if it's close to showtime, I'll just leave the car and go back in or whatever <laughs> sort of thing. But first this man came and started to push. And then these two other people came and pushed. And I remember, I just remember thinking, put the car in reverse, please put the car, remember to put the car in reverse so I don't run them over. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And so they pushed me out. And so I went down like the embankment Then I turned and, and was able to park. Okay. Um, at the at the club at the and club. that's where I parked yeah. for the rest of the weekend and I had and I got shocking. stuck a little bit on Sunday when I got there because again it had been snowing all day and the snow was a little bit deep but yeah nothing like the parking lot across the street <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and that's the thing with like this time of year it's mm-hmm. so unpredictable yeah yeah I you know, always it's so unpredictable yeah I always hated it yeah yeah oh my god but it's crazy. So yeah, so I'm so any if I'm doing as far as I know, so far, um, this weekend and then Toronto are the only um travel things that I have um that I have planned. Okay. Like I, my my goal is not to travel until maybe like mid or late March. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I have a section here. I still have, I don't know if we did this when the last time you were on the show where I had all these random questions okay. and I'll ask you to pick a number between one. Yeah, and... I think we did. Yeah. Okay. We did so twice, I have actually. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So would you like to do that? Yes. Okay. So we could do a few questions. So you could pick a number between, I think I have, I think I did accidentally, accidentally deleted one. So I have. 249. So you could pick a number between one and 249. My favorite number is five. Let's go with that one. Five. Okay. Number five is, would you rather live in a country that was too hot all the time or freezing cold all the time? Too hot. Too hot. I blast the, the heat. As soon as I get into a hotel room, my apartment is always hot and I'm, (laughs) yeah, I love the heat. It's the Egyptian in me. This yeah. Egyptian in you. Like, I don't know what it is with me because the African in me cannot deal with the heat. You know? <laughs> like, I I don't know <laughs> if I want to be freezing cold all the time, but I don't I don't like it when it's too hot. I'm uncomfortable when it's too hot. Yeah. Well, I and my kids and Jen and everybody hate it when I have the control of the the heat. But I <laughs> and now when I travel with them, because I know they're gonna put on the AC no matter what. It could be minus 20 outside. The AC is going on. I have to wear a hoodie to sleep. <laughs> I like it cool. I like it cool. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. today, actually today I was like, okay, I feel kind of cold. My feet are kind of cold. And I turned the heat on and I was like, it's too hot. The air is too hot. <laughs> like so I turned it off. I have like, so I have slippers on that my feet are like really hot and I have the hoodie. So yeah, yeah. but I wanted, I really wanted my feet to warm up and everything but my feet felt hot yeah. i was like the air is too hot i don't like this you know? <laughs> so i always every summer i know every summer when it's some crazy hot day i always make uh make a joke and say you know i have to summon the african in yeah. me to deal with the yeah. heat and even then it doesn't <laughs> it you know the african doesn't respond because <laughs> it's like i can't deal with the heat you know? <laughs> 
So I think if I had the choice with this, like too hot all the time or freezing cold all, all the time, I would probably go with too hot. Yeah. Because I think it would either would I'd be miserable either way, but I think it would be a different kind of misery to be yep. freezing. <laughs> You know? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, it's a different kind of misery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's please choose another number. Uh, 95. 95, okay. Okay. Would you rather have everyone laugh at your jokes, but not find anyone else's jokes funny, or have no one laugh at your jokes, but you still find other people's jokes funny? You know, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> Option two is when I MC. <laughs> <laughs> they really like everybody. Well, no, no I can't say that anymore. I, I it, one of the things I hated uh, uh, always is um, uh, was MCing, and there's yeah. a lot of shows, and this happens a lot because sometimes people don't realize that the MC is a comedian too. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. There's been many shows where they're like, hey, keep it going for, you know, this guy and this guy that were on the show and your MC. Let's not forget your MC. And then almost like, yeah, the, he he was a comedian, too. Like, but yeah, there's people are like, where... you should do it, too. <laughs> That's right. And you're like, yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And I know in in a lot of cases, like I, uh, the, the crowd loved everybody but me. Yeah, same, 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 same. I think the last time I, yeah, yeah, was it the last time I hosted or I think it was back in December um, at Biagio's and I was hosting because I, yeah, I, if I'm given a choice between hosting and doing a spot, I will always take the spot. Yeah. You know, unless somebody says, I'd like you to host XYZ. Yeah. If I have the choice, I'll, I, it'll never, I'll never choose to host, but yeah. I was hosting this particular night. And so, because you're hosting, you're in the room the whole time and you're, you know, you're, you're in the room when the other, when the other comics are on. And so you see yeah. how people are reacting. And there was this table of men. There were three of them. And I don't know if it was just the three of them or if they were with other people, I don't remember. But they were like laughing and guffawing and having a time of their lives. Every time I stepped on stage, they did this. Yeah, yeah. And I called them out. I called them yeah. out one time. I was like, <laughs> I see you guys laughing. And every time I stand up here, you guys are like this. And they were just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so they, they weren't feeling me at all. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, I know that feeling yeah. too. They're not, but but, but like you said, when you're the host, it's different. It's like, okay, yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> but the answer to your question is, I want to always kill no matter what. Same. And if everybody else sucks, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a bit of everything. I want people to laugh at my jokes. I want to be able to find other jokes funny. Yeah. You know? Cause that, yeah, I, I mean, cause I like watching other comedians do well because me too. then it makes me want to do as well as they did, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Cause it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't get any joy seeing someone die on stage. Well, some people, <laughs> there's always some people you're like, ah, oh, couldn't have happened to a nicer person. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. And, I'm, and, and karma's going to catch me for, for thinking this, but right now, 
<laughs> I'm going to love every second <laughs> of what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even. Yeah, I and it, I know it hurts there's other people that me. watch me. Yeah, but there's other people that are going to watch me, though. And when I'm dying, they're going to be like, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there are people yeah. that when I go up that they're hoping that I eat it on stage. Like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are people like that that are yeah. like, I hope she eat, eats it on stage. But I know that it's, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, if mm -hmm. it's somebody I like, I'll feel bad yeah. and be like, they're going to be disappointed. They're going to be upset <laughs> and I'm upset for them. But then there are other people like, then I'm just like, this is uncomfortable and I wish I wasn't here right now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's yeah, just watching someone die on stage is just so, it's, yeah. it's painful. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. It's painful. Oh my goodness. As long as they, like, the one thing you can make it fun to bomb, you start commenting on it. Yeah. You start, you know, like, I've, I've had sets where I'm like, you know, okay, all right, you guys didn't like that one. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Like, I've done that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll laugh at that and then, right. you know you could win them and it's almost like at a point where they just want to see what you're going to say to save a joke that fails yes 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 because i had a couple of moments like that where they they didn't respond how how they either how they usually respond or how i was expecting them to respond and i just went like okay and then that yeah. got them laughing and stuff <laughs> like that you know, where you're like all right yeah, mm -hmm. like this. yeah so <laughs> uh, there was one time i bombed so miserably at absolute ottawa of all the clubs the easiest club in north america <laughs> i'm bombing on a saturday late show and about three quarters of the way through my set i looked and i said there's eight people in this room it was sold out i said there's eight people in this room that love everything i'm saying <laughs> And the rest of you are wondering why I'm up here. <laughs> and only the eight people <laughs> like that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because late shows, I, I, not that I don't do well. Late shows Steve are Martin a little. quit because of Late Show Friday. Pardon me? Steve Martin quit doing stand-up because of Late Show Friday. Really? Wow. It sucks. It sucks. It's soul draining. It shouldn't exist. Wow. But I mean, it's just a matter of changing gears, I think. Yeah, cuz cuz I find that the crowds on like the like a late show on a Friday night or a Saturday night are a little rougher. Yeah. So like the they've been eight o'clock. Yeah, they exactly. By the time they get there, like yeah. what night was it? I think it was probably Saturday. Was Saturday night. Saturday night. It was just like people just talking nonstop. And I was at the back. This is, yeah, before I went up, I was sitting at the back, like just outside the green room, those tables there. And like it was so packed that they sold the table, the other table. The comedian um, table. The, yeah, one of the comedian tables. And so there were three women there. And one was, one woman was having her birthday. And they were like, gah, 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 talking to each other like they were in a cafe or something. And yeah. so the doorman would go over and be like, can you keep it down? They're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Like the, you could tell they were just like, yeah. woo. They were yeah. just like, they yeah, weren't, because yeah. they weren't. Night out, but they, yeah, they exactly. They were excited. They were happy, yeah. but they just kept talking and then would like lose track of their volume and get louder. And then just throughout the, throughout the crowd, 
stepping on comics jokes, shouting stuff out uh. and everything. And at first, yeah, because it happened to me like a, a few times. I remember saying something and then somebody from like the side said something and I, I didn't even understand what they said. Yeah. So I just kept going. And then, because <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you said and I don't care at this point. <laughs> I just kept going. You should have actually said that. Yeah. <laughs> but great. then one guy, one guy said, I, yeah, I was setting up a bit, talking about a video I saw. And he's like, I saw that video too. And I went, congratulations. <laughs> the crowd <laughs> went crazy. And then somebody else said something and I went, what? I went, I said, what did you say? And then they said, I didn't understand. And I said, I don't. I said, I didn't understand what you said. So I'm just going to keep, I'm going to continue if that's okay yeah, with you. Whenever that, that happens, got... I just say something like, how did that sound in your head? Yeah. <laughs> use, a, use a filter. Like yeah. This. But yeah, I found like the that Saturday night club, that Saturday mm -hmm. night crowd. They weren't mean. It's not like, because there was no. one time where there was one woman who was just mad at the world and she yeah. just kept shouting shit out. And I think that was during the, the finals of yeah. the competition and she just was just shouting stuff at everybody but this they were just they were drunk they were a little rowdy they wanted to have fun and it was like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't malicious no but it was it was disruptive for sure yeah. because yeah you know you're hearing all and they, they want to be part of the show yeah they want to be part of the show and i don't think they realize that we can hear everything like we yeah even if we can't make out what they're saying we can hear when people are talking we can hear yes. you know if well, people are that throws us off like when exactly somebody, and it drives me nuts when the rest of the room can't hear them but i can't yeah and like exactly and that happens all the time yeah and i think it's yeah. more well, often not than time, not that I, we yeah. can hear them but yeah a lot of the crowd can't yeah you know you know, like you're looking over because you hear it. It's coming from that side. You can't see because it's dark. Or you it's can right hear beside you on in the front row. Yes, but yeah. So they weren't, they weren't, they weren't um, bad. Like they weren't malicious. They were yeah. just rowdy. Yeah. You know, because after the show, they're like, "Oh, you guys are great! Oh, I was awesome!" Ah. So yeah. want to yeah. hug you and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. you know but yeah like i have um meanwhile you want to punch them in the face yeah i'd be like <laughs> stepped all over your set yeah because a couple of people stepped on a couple of my of my punch lines mm -hmm. and and they did that to everyone yeah. i don't know if it was the same people but, but it happened <laughs> it happened to the headliner it happened to the opener it happened to me it happened to the mc all of us had like a you know a joker or a couple of jokes stepped on by the audience members because they got so like rambunctious and excited <laughs> <laughs> you know that they're yeah that they're just talking mm -hmm. too much sort of thing you know but uh yeah it's fascinating it's fascinating uh 132 132 if you had to be re reborn again who or what will you choose to be same person different life in some cases i think i'm meant to be me to be totally honest but at the same time i think i just want to undo some of the things i like i look back at and go i wonder if i did that differently what it would have been like if i was conscious enough to know mm. that it's the same that it's me and i've already lived this life and say 
like, what would it have been like to not lose my eye? Right. You know, to know that I, okay, this is the fight that I lost it. Let's not do this fight. Yeah. 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 No, it's interesting. Cause I saw something today and I, like I wrote a post about it and I made, a, I made a post of it and then I put it as a blog post. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, uh, something I saw on Twitter. It was a picture the red bill, red pill and blue pill. It was like red pill. If you take the red pill, you go back to 10 years old yeah. with all the knowledge you have today and you get to live your life over or the blue pill where you go to 45 years old. So either you jump forward to go. 45 or you jump back to 45. Oh, I think everybody would dollars. jump back. Yeah. Like yeah. you get to, you go to 45 years old, wherever you are and you have $50 million in the bank. And my oh. choice was, my choice was the red pill to go back yeah, to 10. Go back. Yeah. Because I was like, can I hold on to some memories? Like, okay, this team won the Super Bowl this yeah, year. Yeah. But that's the thing. You go back with all your memories, you go back with oh, all wow. your knowledge, you know? Okay. So you go back like, yeah, I would with all the information you have in your brain right now, you go back to 10 years old. Wow. And you get to do it all over. And I was like, yeah, I would know that. Yeah. You know, my brain works a little bit differently. My brain is wired a bit differently than other people's and there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. You know what I mean? That sort of thing That's that right. have like the, the, you know, I'm enough and I'm okay. And I can stay away from this guy, from this guy and from this guy. Cause they're like the worst humans on the planet, yeah. you know, and I have the knowledge to be like, fuck off, <laughs> like get away from me. <laughs> Don't you know, get out of my life. Like you're not coming in, get the hell away from me sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just like more appreciation for things like taking care of your body. You know, I, I yeah. said something like, uh, you know, I'd stop relaxing my hair right away. I wouldn't wait till 2013, like do it now, <laughs> you know, do it at 10 sort of thing, <laughs> you know, just eating better and like moving and just different things, like not taking people for granted, like appreciate your parents and, you know, they were doing the best that you can. And the thing is you only get that you only understand that when you're an adult or I guess you become a parent yourself. That's right. That your parents didn't have a manual and they did the best that they could. That's sort right. of thing. You know, but as a little kid, you don't understand that. You think they're being mean or whatever. Well, that's the other thing. And then, I mean, I've talked to Jen about this a lot. I wish I took school more seriously. Yeah, that's like, another thing I, I see said too. I see a lot too. of friends that, that are so, like they, they got a better life because they, they, focused on school yeah. when they had to yeah like I didn't focus the thing is like a lot of the focus and the drive that I have I got that later in life I got that yeah. in my 40s like I I didn't I didn't really apply myself at school I I was lazy in school like, yeah I was smart yeah, but it was like I didn't I didn't want to study I didn't want to do all of that but like I went back to school um in my 40s you know, and I had a different appreciation for it. And I went to the library and I studied. And I remember telling my mom, remember telling my mom, like, it takes more effort to like skip class and not do the work than to just do the reading and do the that's true thing and go to class like yeah, that. Not yeah, that's caught. easy. Yeah. yeah, not getting like, yeah, doing all this ninja <laughs> stuff to not get caught. You know, I, I was like, it was, it's so much easier to just, to just do it. And my mom was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? but it took me like yeah it took me 30 years to to understand that and that's like oh yeah you know it's not 
whatever, whatever it is that I thought when I was a kid, when I was like in my teens or my early twenties, like whatever mm -hmm. hardship I thought it was, it really wasn't. That's I was right. putting more effort into like skipping classes and not doing the readings and, you yeah. know, yeah. So that was one thing I said I would do if, if I had the, if I took the red pill and could go back, I'd apply myself at yeah. school. Yeah. You know, I'd apply myself at school and I would just, yeah, I would just mm -hmm. live without like live fully with, without fear, just knowing that like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. You know, and a, and a thing that I always I always believe that because I know like an argument against that for some people would be like, well, you might not end up where you are right now. Yeah, that's it's like right. true. You might not, um, or you might just have a different journey. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people that you're supposed to meet, you'll meet them anyway. That's true. Like the people that you're supposed to encounter. So whether it's friends, whether it's you know romantic partners or jobs or stuff if those things are supposed to happen for you they'll mm -hmm. happen anyway yeah you'll true. meet those people along the way you probably have a different relationship with them than you have right now but you'll you'll if you're meant to meet them you'll meet them yeah sort of yeah thing, you know and that's that's the other part of it like i remember when i lost my eye and i talked to my parents and they're like they when i was in the hospital when i lost it i first went to montreal for an operation because you doctor, were like 10 or something right 11 yeah my okay. doctor the doctor that actually the better doctor was in africa because he did he helped african tribes with their like vision so he, he was one of the first doctors to go to africa to do that so i ended up going to montreal and i was at the hospital in montreal and after my surgery my mom and dad were both sitting there saying if we never moved to canada you never would have lost your eye and i'm like well, first of all, you can't say that because I think, you know, if I was meant to lose my eye, it was going to happen whether we yeah. stayed in Egypt or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, and I believe like if, yeah, if certain things, good or bad, if yeah. certain things are supposed to happen in your life, they're yeah. going to happen anyway. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, part of me wonders like if I was supposed to be a football player because I in pain constantly now. <laughs> <laughs> and i think that, and at least like, be in pain made... for like yes i had my nfl <laughs> cfl career yeah, you know, yeah, i got exactly. knocked around got for 40 years pain from that as if i played 10 years in, in one of those leagues <laughs> yeah like i always I wake wonder... up every morning there is no reason to hurt this much i did nothing with my life there's no reason for me to hurt like this i know yeah because yeah, i always wonder things like when i was writing that thing in thinking about that picture I was like yeah like what if because there there are certain junctions in my life that I remember it's like I took this I went yeah. this way instead of that way like what could have happened if I went that way and yeah. you know I think about things like um I remember being being stopped on the streets of Montreal and somebody giving me their card saying oh um you know, I am a, I, I'm a photographer or something, come to my studios. And I just sort of went, shut up. You know, like not paying attention to stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I you know, know it's like, what if I kept eating vegetables? I... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, like yeah, like what if I didn't stop doing certain things or I started doing certain things mm -hmm. or you know how different like how yeah. different would 55 look? 
yeah you know if i'd done different done yeah. different things you know sort of thing like would i would i be alone or like if i avoided those three motherfuckers <laughs> like <laughs> would i would i still be alone or would i still be like ptsd from them sort that's of right thing? yeah you know would i still be dealing with the trauma of dealing with the three of them you know like mm -hmm. uh yeah i just wonder about stuff like that you know i also and i also i also wonder like would i be doing comedy like with that that's true with that, that have... i wonder that a lot like yeah you know if life was different like is it like what do they call it the butterfly effect yeah something yeah because uh yeah. yeah one of the comics or, was like oh it's like the butterfly effect and something changes in the past and then your whole future changes yeah or like you back know? to the future sort of thing yeah <laughs> yeah like one thing because i remember with back to the future the science doc kept saying like don't anything you do could alter yeah alter, you know you need to get your parents to meet because then you won't exist yeah but which, the by way, the way his parents met and everything changed the if, course of if everybody's he broke life. The, the, their connection, it broke and he should have faded. When the picture yes. faded, he they all it, it should have ended there. Yeah. I can't suspend disbelief and it, it bothers me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that picture that he had with his siblings, yeah. his siblings had disappeared. Brother. His yes. oldest brother disappears. Well, first of all, it should be the youngest. And second of all, if yeah, because the youngest the would have youngest, been the lot, the most recent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true. And, and, That's true. And in, in that case, then all three of you should have faded at the same time. Yes, because the it's connection not, wasn't made. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's so I I I always think about stuff like that. Me too. Because it's like if and would I have done the stand-up that I do? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like if, if comedy like, was still going to be part of my life, yeah, what would it have looked like? Would I have started it earlier? Would I have still waited? Well, and when I first started, one of the unique things I had was talking about being blind in one eye. I had like three minutes on it. Yeah, and it, you know, it was my form of gallows humor, and people appreciated it, and it was really, and that was one of my favorite things to talk about. It got to a point where I was the one-eyed guy so that was apparently my entire act i'm like i do more than three minutes <laughs> like give, yeah, give me a break exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i just find it's a fascinating uh it's a fascinating thing to to think about and to talk about and to wonder mm -hmm. about because like we'll never know that's right you know and it's like i don't know if you feel the same way but i know it irritates the hell out of me like say when someone's in trouble for something or they have to apologize to you and they say, well, if I can go back, I would change it. You know, yeah. if I, if I could, that pisses me off. Cause for me, it, it it's so insincere because it's like, you know, you can't go back. Yeah. So telling me yeah. that if you could go back, you would do something differently is nothing. If anything, it's just insulting because yeah. you know, you can't go back. That's right. You know, but there are Why times I wish you could that while you were doing it. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. If I thought about this better, I shouldn't have done it at all. And if I can right. go back in time, you can't. So you can't. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. You can't. Just just own it. Yeah. Apologize and don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yes. And, always nice uh, talking to you. 
Yeah, and thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk to me. I'm sorry today. for the, the two or three cancellations we had. Oh, that's okay. Stuff happens. Stuff happens, yeah. you know. And, so I guess uh, we'll have to do it again in two years, but let's aim for sooner. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we'll wait for, yeah, we won't wait two years. Yeah. I also won't take a hiatus of like two years before yeah, I bring yeah, it back. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> So it was it was great to have you back and uh, thank you it's nice being thank back you so on the much show. and where where can people find you or my fan page is the easiest place to go to see it all okay and that's on facebook your fan yes. page? okay yeah um yeah I, I got quite a bit of stuff around ottawa and some stuff like in ottawa as well okay okay so i will put your fan page in the show notes Yes, so that please. people so that people can follow you and this episode <laughs> will probably go up i think it's sometime in march it might go okay up. so um i will include your i will include your fan page there so when the episode comes out people will be able to find you and go see you wherever you're performing awesome yeah. okay well thank you so much thank you for and having I, me yeah thank you for for being here and i appreciate you I appreciate you and your time. So, oh, anytime. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.